0: with Ryan Reese from Southern California. This is Live with Ryan Reese. Post your questions using the hashtag LiveRyanReese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook.
1: All right, it's going down tonight, this Saturday night. I got Christ the Far Eye in the house. Mark, the lead singer. <laughs> and wait, give, okay, I just met you like seriously like seconds ago. What was your name again? Marcus. Marcus. Oh, that's yeah, right. Drummer. Marcus the drummer. Yeah. You know? Yes, sir. And products.
0: And products, yeah, yeah. I'm, he, I'm he's a, a merch guy, a, a yeah. Merch
1: guy, a little <laughs> bit of everything. We all yeah. do a lot of different things. Oh, I, oh, I got enough. the CD right here. Look, check it out. Yeah. Bang, bang.
2: Go pick it up. That's from, that's from uh, what, 2009? 10 years ago. Well, you guys got all kinds of oh, albums. Oh, yeah. We release two albums a year, but that one specifically, I had to bring to you because there's a song on there called Whosoever. All right. Scoop that one up. <laughs> Get this one right here. <laughs>
1: If this look at how many, how many how many albums do you guys have? Up? Um,
2: about twenty-five or thirty or something like that. And This is know.
1: only like six of them.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we, we you know that's a when sick you're inspired. Graph, that's the cover. That's a wicked cover, huh? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, dread just being that zapped by God. Dope! Look at that one. That is hearts a sick one. Just getting dosed with the holy ghost. Dosed with the holy, <laughs> ghost.
1: dosed with the holy ghost. Oh, just man. the holy ghost filling them. Love Amen. that.
2: Amen.
1: So anyway, um yeah i wanted to bring you in because i get emails uh from you guys of mm-hmm. all the rad things you're doing we talk here and there mm-hmm. and um i don't know it's been a long time like we have the same circles we've we've crossed paths yeah. but we've yeah. never really actually connected True. correct so, so yeah. this is the connection right here yeah, yeah we live did. on radio
2: we played the whosoever's <laughs> twice on a, the friday night thing but i, I wasn't i don't even know if i was you here. weren't there <laughs> I know. I was like, where are the whosoevers? Dude. <laughs> I guess I
1: was a whosoever that day. That, during that, okay, so during that time when, when we started connecting mm-hmm. by phone yeah. or whatever, yeah. that's when we just started taking, like we were here when yeah. we first birthed, but then all of a sudden everyone started take, taking off and traveling mm-hmm. yeah. and God was just doing a shift in the yeah. movement at that time. Yeah. Yeah. So and then I guess I was in Philly, and you were coming to Philly the next yeah, week not yeah. too we're, long ago.
2: We've been doing a bunch of back and forth, just kind there of trying, And then your schedule, and my schedule. We're yeah, we're in thirty nations in a year. So yeah. 12 uh, twelve months we're touring, kind of off and on the whole the whole year. So it's kind of it's it, we're two ships passing in the night. We're on our way to Asia. Where are you going?
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, where am I? I'm going to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's
2: right>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, dude, look, we got an hour. Yeah. And there you, I mean, you to do a show with you, you probably need like four hours but we're going to get through it. I want to hear Let's about start. everything that's going on, a highlight okay. reel, because okay. I want the listeners to know about you guys because you guys are dope. You got banging music yeah. and you're everywhere. And you're, I mean, everywhere, mm-hmm. all over the countries. Would you say, 30? 30, 30 nations a year, yeah. So 30 we, nations a yeah. year. How many miles do you have?
2: Uh, well, I'm almost in the Million Mile, mile Club because I'm starting to be true to one airline. Finally. So, finally I've yeah.
1: been, See, I've been true to one airline for the last, since... I've been in Trudom since 2008. Yeah, No, 99. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: But then that's where the perks come.
2: Yeah, yeah. So we, we definitely, uh, my, my daughter's been on 365 flights. She's seven and a half years old. So that, that kind of gives She's you. She's flying
1: a, first class everywhere. Uh, no, no, thanks. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, wish, I you know, wish. Because the mileage automatically upgrade <laughs> you, you know? Well, yeah, there, there are the upgrades. Yeah, but they, they, but they, it's they, always
2: on the short little legs when you're like hopping from here to San Francisco and you're like, I don't, I don't need to stretch out, out there you know, I need it's to, when to I'm stretch. going to South <laughs> Paulo, exactly. Australia, China. You exactly. know, but that's when you fly with a different airline and then you're kind of. Anyways. Yeah. But yeah it's, Dude, it's worth it. So,
1: okay. So, who you true to right now? Who, who's, your, who's your airline? Who's my American? Oh, you're doing American. What
2: are you, United? I'm United. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 repent. Sometime you will repent. No, I'm kidding. You are lost. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? I found that every time I book something, I, like, wish I was on Delta or I wish I was no, on United. Really? Occasionally. Yeah, but yeah. yeah That's so funny.
1: Airlines. Stink, stinking airlines. Okay, so first of all, dude, where in the heck did, did – wait, hold on. Marcus McClure had something. <laughs> I, was, I
2: was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. Okay. Marcus McClure yeah. had some kind of okay. uh, yeah, yeah, interaction yeah. in your life. So, so okay. going to try and bring it up quick. Okay. Raising yeah. the church, straight from the church. At four and a half, I remember praying, inviting Jesus, imagining him a little Luke Skywalker-sized action figure living in my heart. Yeah. I think everything was great, peaches and cream. My dad and I didn't have the best relationship growing up. And yeah. I think the reason for that is that he he and his dad didn't. It was the, you know. My dad's eighty-one now. Yeah. So in the era he was in, the the dad came home, drank, you know, smoked a cigarette, and and said, "Oh, after work." And that was
1: oh, it. You guys were going to church. Your family so, was so going. So yeah,
2: to going to church. church. Yeah. But he he came to Christ late in his life. Yeah. And so the modeling that he had of a dad wasn't yeah. the strongest. And, Got it. And it was just kind of he wasn't a bad dad, but at the same time, it was I was wishing i I could connect a little bit more yeah wishing for those you know those big hugs those big genuine moments where we were like besties yeah and that wasn't modeled to him i i have that now yeah yeah but i didn't have that then okay and um and so i started looking up to older people my brother's seven years older than me um now nine years old and the neighbors come over and they bring over alcohol and i want to fit in with the older kids yeah and so I drank my first beer. By 10, I'm buying weed from my neighbor. By 13, it's cocaine. Yeah. My parents were so straight-laced. They said nope to dope, but they didn't even know what weed smelled like. So they didn't know I was having a plantation in my backyard. Right. They didn't know I was growing and then I was dealing. And then, I, and then it just escalated to, to crack or meth or opium, a whole lot of LSD. About yeah. 100 tabs later, I'm certified legally insane by now. And my parents finally catch on. Then it's send me to this counselor, this NA, this AA, this How old you at that CA, point? fifteen, sixteen. 16. Mm-hmm. I decide, forget it. After being grounded for so long, I would just run away from home. Where'd you grow up? Palos Verdes Peninsula. So you, okay, One so of the richest right per here? capita cities in, in America. Yep. I, was, I was, you know, in my mind, life is horrible, but it, I was just a spoiled you know, a kid who, who had everything and and wanted to whine. And part of it as a kid growing up I think is is the pushback. You know what's best for for you, like even a little child would be like, no, ice cream is what I need for dinner. My
1: kid said that the other day. <laughs> they want ice cream all day long. You know, this, meals. I'm like
2: I mean? I'm like what the <laughs> Yeah Halloween candy every day. And so as a as a teenager, when you're pushing back with your dad or and your and your mom and, and that's what I did and then my brother who was um, he went off to be on a missions trip. He had uh, he and I used to party together, and then he got sober. He went off on a missions trip, and when he was gone, that was kind of when I just went off the rails. And um, at that point, I ran away from home, lived on the streets for a, a summer, uh, and then eventually sleeping on the beach or in an abandoned house with other in, drug in addicts. In Verdes up there in that area. Yeah, yeah. In so like Torrance Beach that area. Yeah. And living in in an abandoned house with a bunch of drug addicts and. You know, people willing to go and sell their mom's TV to get some PCP, that kind of junk. Drugs, the progression
1: of it gets gnarly. It's so funny because you start like just, I'm smoking weed, I'm drinking some beer. Next thing you know... The harder stuff, the coke, and then the crack that, you know, boom, 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 it yep. just keeps escalating. It's like
2: sin. It's just a progression I, of it. I always say I, don't, I didn't use drugs. Drugs used me. Yeah. I didn't abuse drugs. Drugs were abusing abusing me. But it was kind of this, the, the emperor's new clothes, everybody, oh, that's, you know, I'm so high. I was really so low. Yeah. I remember going to Grateful Dead shows after getting that miracle ticket and being so stinking loaded that I was like, man, I wish I was sober so I could enjoy this. Oh yeah, so hi there, yep. You know, and mm-hmm. and and as I as I equate it now, the feelings that I was getting was more like being seasick. More like being car sick. <laughs> you know, <laughs> when you're puking and it's hitting the ceiling. Yeah, yeah. You know there's something wrong. Yeah, yeah. And yep. um, yeah, so so it just got worse, worse, worse. Eventually my parents after well, I all that time, of course, raising a Christian family, I would have to go to summer camp, winter camp. So for seven years I'm going to these camps. At first it starts off with the you know, repent at the end and then go back to the same friends and then it was the bring the eight ball of cocaine up to the Christian camp and go in and snort some lines and come back with a bloody nose during the altar call it was bad yeah. and then finally my parents last ditch effort said you know what you need we want you to go to this final camp I was about ready to turn 18 and I was like heck no absolutely not they said that Hawaii trip you wanted to do we'll give it to you and I negotiated and I got a free body board with it so I was a I was a not a professional bodyboarder, but I won some contests, yeah. and uh, I was like, okay, I could I could do a camp if I could go to Hawaii because I always wanted to go go to Hawaii. And um, so my parents said yes. I went, I, but this time it was like, wait a minute, I got punked. This camp's like way in northern California, and I couldn't bring my drug friends. I couldn't bring my drugs. And so now I'm surrounded by all these happy, happy, joy Christians. I can't stand their plastic smiles. It was like Ned Flanders and his kids, you know, singing Jesus songs. I didn't like them. I liked reggae. Everything I wore was red, yellow, and green. Got my dreads, got my this, got my that. And, um, and then there was this one guy at the camp, and he wasn't associated with it. He had his own little cabin in the middle of it, and I think he was a counselor that was off at the time. And so... Long story short, I'm hanging out with a guy, and it turns out he loves reggae. My name's Mark. His name is Marcus. And and so we're playing with his pet tarantula. We're listening to Steel Pulse chant to Sama Day, And we're just, you know, it was really cool. And then I started talking. No way. You did cocaine. No way you got arrested for it by the cops. No way. You were in a gang. No way. All these different things that yeah. we had in common. Uh-huh. But then I looked at him, and one day I was like, okay, same past, but different future. Yeah. Same mm-hmm. Same history, but different trajectory, and there was a light in his eyes I couldn't explain. And at that moment, I looked at him and said, dude, what's the difference between you and I? Yeah. Now, if you How watch... Old was How old was he? Uh, he was 18. I was 17, turning oh, almost so you, turning 18. Now, like some, yeah, now, the story somewhere. I'm telling right now, if you search right now on YouTube, after the show, of course, The Love of Ja, you'll see... Marcus acting as me <laughs> and and Marcus is is uh, is is and then ben Benny gagliardi who's one of your videographers acting as the marcus and and reenacting this whole story no way. I gotta The run away everything yeah. you got to check it out so so long story short, he just looks at me I say what's the difference between between you and I and he looks at me and says it's the love of God and it sounds simple, but I still got goosebumps it's so profound because it reminds me of first Peter three fifteen Always be prepared to give an answer for the hope that you have within, but do so with gentleness and respect. And essentially what I did was I had built up this wall. My parents would meet with this pastor, this youth leader's got to talk to, this psychologist, all these things. And I was like, heck no, nobody's getting in. I know what's best for me. Right. And... For once, I, I let, took down those bricks, and I was willing to receive to receive, that. yeah. The next day, I heard a modern version of the prodigal. And that's the difference. Yeah. next day, I heard a modern version of the prodigal son. This guy went to Vegas, blew it all, snorted it all, screwed it all. He did everything that I had done, pretty much, and he, he lost it all. And he came home, just like I came home when I ran away from home. And I realized now I need to come home, not just metaphorically, but literally. And uh, I fell to my knees that day, the— preacher, probably only saw three people come forward, probably thought that was a pretty slow turnout, small turnout, not knowing that that guy would, I mean, in the last five years, we've seen 700,000 decisions for Christ. Mm -hmm. God has moved mightily since then. And so then I go back to Marcus and I'm like, dude, I just did it. I prayed the prayer. And he's like, pops up in his Bible, and he's like, oh, the Spirit went out of this man and went into the desert, and the man, and then he came back to the man and found him qu- swept clean and put in order, and then he went back and got his friends, and then they went and oh, moved in the guy, and he one. was so much worse. And I'm like, what kind of encouragement is that? What about I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength? He's like, you can't just clean yourself up. you got to fill yourself up with the Spirit. And he was basically saying there's a difference between salvation and sanctification. You need to read daily. Yep. You need to pray. And I never saw Marcus again. I got baptized there, went home. Mm. I went to, immediately to another camp voluntarily. They had, a, they had a talent show. Within two weeks, I'm at this, on this talent show. I'm writing a song while having a quiet time with God, and he puts a new song in my heart just like Psalm 40. And so I start to sing it, and, and my, the bass player of the worship team says, Dude, let's do that. And I said, Can you do reggae? He said, We can try. And then he looks at me and said, So you're not a Rastafarian anymore. You're a Christafarian. Christafarian. And it it was a play on words at first. Now we know it means a group of people who choose to bear or represent the name of Jesus in Greek and Latin. But at that time, it was revolutionary. I was like, Jesus, reggae. Wait, it's peanut butter and jelly. It's peanut butter and chocolate. It's it's putting the two things together. And reggae is inherently spiritual. Mm -hmm. So I did that. I started Christafari two weeks after giving my life to Christ. That was 30 years ago last month. And I never saw Marcus again. About 20 years in, I was just like, man, i got to find this guy. i got to tell this guy what that conversation did. So I I started talking to a private investigator.
1: No way. You were trying to find Marcus. McClure. I was trying so that hard to so find this guy. so awesome. You I was trying it.
2: so hard because I had to tell this oh, guy. Yeah. This, I, was, this was my Paul that never knew that I yeah. was his Timothy. This is like. <laughs> so did you know his last name? I. I didn't remember it. I yeah. me- it, when I, Okay, so I, I remembered one thing, Horizon, that he likes to box and that San Diego, and I thought maybe the church was Horizon. And so one, one weekend I was like, you know what, baby, we're going. We're just going to San Diego. I'm going to find this guy. So I go down to Horizon. I start walking around to staff members and they're like, they're like, oh, Marcus. No, oh, Marcus. Okay, yeah, yeah, Marcus. And then they point over to the guy and he's a black guy. And I'm like, and yeah, no. definitely not that Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go up to the pastor's son. Is it Philip or something like that? Uh, Philip, yeah. Yeah. And and I say, do you know a guy named Marcus? He used to, and I start explaining brown hair and this and that. And then he's like, McClure? And I'm like, <gasps> no That's way. That's yeah, it. Goosebumps yeah. again. I'm like, no way. And then he's like, he calls him and I start talking to him, and I'm just like, just telling him all the things. You don't know what. And, and, and I'm like, what <laughs> church you gonna do you go to? And he's like, I go to Greg Laurie's Orange County Harvest. I'm like,
1: that's where I go. No, you guys were both going to the same <laughs> church? Yes! That is I was trying to find
2: this guy for years. And he was right there. There was a time where I literally thought that he was an angel. Because I never saw him around saw other him people. Yeah. I only saw him in a cabin and he, he, God used him in such a mighty way. And so, so fast forward, I, it turns out that, and I, as I, when I, we brought him to the stub hub when we were playing one time and I'm like greening out at him in the green room. I'm like telling the whole band, this is the guy. And he's like, I have no idea who this guy Mark he is. He did not remember he, you know, he didn't remember me. He didn't remember. And he didn't remember sharing his faith with me. And he said something that, that just hit me. It's like, dude, I had just given my life to Christ like two weeks earlier. I went up there as a drug guy. I was running from these no, guys. From these guys so because sick. the cops wanted to arrest me for cocaine and all this stuff. And I was he's, he's like, I was hiding up there basically and and Bruce who who ran the camp was like, Dude, why don't you just stay? And so he wasn't even official counselor. He was just kind of staying up there. And he's like, Mark, that was the very first time I ever shared my faith.
1: That is
2: <laughs> and his, his mom still uses that story as uh, whenever she teaches women stuff at Calvary's all around the his world. His mom and dad are probably the ones that
1: gave him that same, that same passage. If the house isn't, you know, you clean exactly. it. So you he's like, it. I'm going to use, I'm going to use that on it. him.
2: And for those who don't know his dad, Don McClure is, I guess I would say one of the pillars of the Calvary Chapel he's, movement. He's, he's one of the main guys. Yeah. 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 He's spoken at pretty much every Calvary. and Yeah. He's one of the original,
1: one of the original 12 guys, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that is crazy. That is so dope. Okay, so then you find God, you find, find Mark, God. you find Marcus. He doesn't know who you are. Yeah. Uh, and so then- yeah,
2: right after I get my life to Christ, my pastor's like, "Do you want to share it my high school group?" Yes. Okay. okay you wait, wanna- so you're
1: you're 19 at this time. I'm, I'm I, oh, you're still- just
2: just about turned 18. Okay. So my my 18th birthday party is our first full length concert. Sick. Um, first time I play outside of my house and my church is my high school. I see 30 of my drug friends give their lives to Christ. No way. So I start this small group with these guys. I mean, the, the prodigal section. It was just hardcore. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. The filthy <laughs> and, fishermen. Yeah, yeah. And then I found this church called Sanctuary, Pastor Bob Beeman. And it was like mohawks. I was the dreadlocks, but it was mostly heavy metal guys. Mm-hmm. Guys were coming to Christ. At uh, striper concerts so this, Okay, so this, I was going to ask This like the 80s Yeah, yeah the guys were coming to Christ At striper concerts And not being accepted in With long hair and, and leather jackets And so he started this church that had live drums and heavy metal guitars and stuff. And it was, it was, it was arguably the first in, in, in America or in the world to be that edgy and that alternative. That's dope. And so I go up to that guy and I said, hey, you know, do you think, you think we could play? And he said, well, where's your music and what, your demo? And I'm like, what's a demo? And, you know, <laughs> so next week I come with, the, with a demo of four songs. And then we end up getting a standing ovation there. He eventually uh, makes me a pastor, ordains me. I go to Biola Bible College. And um, my my pastor basically says you got to be theologically doctrinally sound. You got to yeah. be you know right with. I mean, there's so much false doctrine in the, even in the Christian industry. There's
1: a there's a lot of that that's needed in the music industry. I, yeah. Have you noticed that with the musicians, discipleship is the number one thing? Musicians there's a there's they could write
2: some amazing songs, but the, yeah, the theology is a lot is of it's just super ah. whack. And uh, so yeah, so I did that, and then I I had one goal, only one. So goal, you did it, Dope. One aspiration, and it was to go. To, to do the Reggae Sunsplash tour. And so this is what I would do. I went to Jamaica as a missionary, mm-hmm. and I would smuggle 60, 600 Bibles into Jamaica with my friends, and we would go to the near the backstage access area, and we would look at the, race, the wristbands they were wearing. Yeah. And I had paper, scissors, hole puncher, and markers. Whatever the band was that they were wearing, if it was yellow, I would cut... Uh, cut and punch holes and then make it a yellow marker and I would tape it on and I would just kind of cruising with an artist smuggling Bibles and I would give Bibles out to all these artists my goal sick. my goal was to see these artists come to Christ and I led some of them to Christ Junior Gong Damien Marley pray the sinner's prayer with them Pato t- bantan, all these different Pato guys <laughs> <laughs> but the problem was they would stray away after because yeah. they didn't have discipleship. That's the problem. And they would be off on tour. So I'd be talking to them and I'm like, hey, come and stay at my house when you're in LA. But you know, that doesn't happen. Yeah. And, and at some time, God was like, you want these artists to come to Christ? I want you to be this artist. That's dope. And I'm like, I can't. I'm a white guy from Southern California. You know what I mean? I'm not Jamaican. I wasn't from Kingston. Yeah. And um So my goal was Reggae Sunsplash, if we ever did anything in our very first tour we got, was Reggae Sunsplash tour. No way. 46 cities, 53 days. It was insane. So insane that Bujibantan tried to stab me with a knife three times on the tour. Pat, why? Because of my declaration that Haile Selassie is not Jesus, but that he believed in Jesus. And his his famous quote was, Let us labor to lead our sisters and our brothers to our Savior, Jesus Christ. So the guy who they worship is Jesus, or the reincarnation of Christ, or God on the throne, the king of kings and lord of lords, uh, the guy they call the conquering line of the tribe of Jews, the guy they refer to when they say Jah Rastafari was a believer, he was a friend of Billy Graham. So I basically wrote a little book on that, and that got passed around the entire tour. And then he went back to the Rastafari elders, and they said, this is it, the false prophecy. No. no, This is it, the the prophecy that that has been fulfilled. A false prophet would arise amongst you, and he would be a wolf in sheep's clothing. And you were him. (laughs) I was him. So he tried to stab me with a knife three times. Police came. I could have gotten him arrested, gotten him put in jail. And uh, at that time, I felt like God was saying, I'm calling you to give him the grace and forgiveness that I've given you. And he won't receive my grace and forgiveness until he, until he sees it exemplified through you. Wow, that is nuts. So that was pretty hardcore.
1: Okay, so what year was this? This was
2: 1995.
1: Okay. Yeah, because I remember hearing, that, does it exist still? Does Ray on Splash. No,
2: no, the next year it, it was the
1: last yeah, year. Yeah, because my friends used to go to that. Oh,
2: yeah, everybody used to go there if yeah, they were stoners. Yeah, exactly. I never made it. I ended <laughs> and up you like got a tie-dye st- shirt, so I, I know I, you went Oh, there. I made it to the, I used to go to the dead
1: concerts. Oh, yeah. i was going was to I'd, go to raves and, and, and dead concerts. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so that that
2: was kind of like the beginning, and then obviously since then, we well, I've always preached the gospel at every single Mm -hmm. concert. That's Mm -hmm. always been my mission. But we've had three shifts in the band. The first one was when I essentially well, we had a a split, and the guys said we don't want to preach the gospel anymore. We want to do songs like UB40 that talk about him, he, you, love, but not say Christ, Lord, Mm -hmm. Jesus, Savior. And I said that sounds like a great band, but that's not Christafari. You yeah. can't even, in fact, you can't even say our name without saying Christafari. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I, and they they split, and they went. We, at that time, we were on Go Records. At that time, we were on, you know, distributed by Epic, Sony, and um, it was it was one of those situations, really tough situations, where I saw the entire ten piece band get whittled down to three, and then. I, I, we built it up with all new believers within three days. God was just doing that new work. You know, he, he, was just, he was just cutting back. He, he always he does that, though. Pruning. Like pruning. Yeah. The pruning. He cuts it back, and then he rebuilds, and then he relaunches. I, I, and um, I was just reading that. It was, it was in uh, Malachi 3 about the, the refiner's fire, the, the launderer's soap, about how he's just bringing it down so, mm. that we, so that the Levites could offer a pure offering yep. to him. And so then we started building it up again, and then, and then something else happened. I felt like God was saying something as we were flying from New Caledonia to a small island called Lifu, neither of which you've probably ever heard of, in the middle of Melanesia, probably uh, an area you don't even know. And the last people that were killed there, missionaries were killed there, they were eaten by by cannibals. It's that kind of a place. And as we were there, I I felt like God saying, this is where I want you to go from here on out. These are the kinds of places I want you to emphasize on i want you to from here on out go to where hillsong won't go go to where toby mack isn't going go to where these artists aren't going and preach the gospel reggae is huge everywhere in the world reggae especially outside of america oh yeah everywhere especially it's, it's, you, you, know, any, you, you go to any one. any market anywhere e- else uh, in the world you see a bob marley matter. and a che Guevara shirt you just see them I know. <laughs> you don't see it's everywhere you know? so um I, that was I was like okay how are we going to do this i want you to disband Christ Safari and ask everybody to come on as a missionary and so we did that and um it was awesome but then when when it when it came time to actually rubber meets the road this is the deadline from this point on nobody in the band's getting paid from this point on every show that we do is free to the public everything we do is intentionally to reach the greatest amount of people with the gospel um we saw people just dissipate and then we got on got we're able to bring again down to three yep we're able to build it back up and and to to their argument it was mostly over family mostly over provision mostly over yeah sanity of touring but and then we were able to build it back up with guys like this guy who who came in as a missionary with the mindset of i'm i'm ready to go to the nations how many nations you've been to now
0: Probably thirty. Yeah, that's so it. In a year, I and expected half. more. In a year, well, in a we recycle.
2: We recycle. I just chuck it. We go to Brazil a few that's times insane, a year. That's insane, dude. <laughs> Africa, you
1: know, so <laughs> that is insane. Okay, so and then you're the drummer, obviously. Yeah, man. So let's let's uh, let's talk about this. Um, so what, what's what's happening out there in the world? Like you guys are touring. Tell tell me about some some things that are happening on tour. What, what's been your experience? So you've been out waiting one year.
0: One year. One, so, and half. one and a half.
1: half, So, what's what's been your experience on this whole
0: thing, dude? Um, just like Mark, I'm not going to touch on my testimony too much, but it's just similar to his. Yeah, you know? and add heroin,
2: and you got the same testimony. Yeah, got and it. And so, add heroin, got the same well, one. Okay, much,
0: yeah, yeah. And then, and how old so, are you? 24. 24. Got it. Yeah, man. Um, flew out here, and I'm like, I'm, I'm from Missouri. Okay. You know, I've always loved Christ Safari, though. I, all the families from Southern California. Moved Sick. out there a while ago. Uh, yeah. But, so I'm just like. You know, my perspective was so small, but I always thought, like, God, what's going on elsewhere in the world? You know, really, yeah. when I gave my life to him, these things were just plaguing me. And so this has been the, the, the ship to, to take me to that place. And, dude, it's what's going on out there is what's going on here. You know, we just got a different culture and all this stuff. You know, we speak a different language, and people just need Christ. Yeah. Okay? Yep. I, I see the need for being a missionary more than I ever have in my life. This band has solidified that missions is what I need to do. It's what I need to continue to share with other people, you know, and um, the the prayers for these other countries that we haven't heard about, um, being up to date with what's going on in those countries, you know, what's going on in Israel. I mean, all these things, dude, we just – Jesus is needed, but Jesus is working. Yeah, We go to these countries, Mm -hmm. and in times of – Either revolution or whatever's going on. Like we're going to Chile real soon. And there's major yeah. riots and there's, going on. Yeah, like, there's riots. riots in Chile? We're like major. Right yeah,
2: why? why are there yeah. riots? Uh, over inequality of wages and stuff. Yeah. So like eleven have died as of as of the recording in today. Chile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Major cool. riots, like Watts riots, but like for days on end. Because I mean,
1: I, I grew up going down there because my mom was raised yeah. there, and we used, we used to go there when they were in a communist, and they would get tear gas, and they yeah. would just blast or t- or all, tear gas. It was can. so they're like. Going yeah, crazy, it's just, it's yeah. Just, yeah. wow. Okay, so yeah, no, yeah so, so, you so you that Chile.
0: Yeah, that kind of stuff. Like we we're there at pinnacle points, or yeah. we're there and then something yeah. happens. You yeah. know, uh, political times. Yeah, yeah. Solomon Islands. We were so, just there,
2: yeah. and and the on their way there, the promoters like you you can't come. There was one guy who's inviting us, and we're we're doing it all ourselves, and we got. He's like, you can't come. Too much political unrest. I'm like, that sounds like the reason to come. That's mm-hmm. the exact time. Yeah. A, a peace concert. I mean, Bob Marley's peace concert yeah. was what transformed jamaica in the same way god brings us there at these pivotal times it's so incredible
0: yeah absolutely so um with all of that dude it's just it's encouraged me more and more that it's it's christ is still what we need but christ is working i'm
1: gonna hold i'm gonna hold that thought because we're gonna go to the break in a minute let's do it um People are all caught up in the noise and all the news and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing revival wherever we go. Everywhere. Huge. I tell people the fruit is literally, it's not even hanging on the tree. Uh, Jumping into your arms. You just got to pick it up actually off the ground. I mean, it's it's so ripe. It's just falling off the ground. Yeah. So we're going to come back right after break with Christafari with Marcus and Mark. From uh, the band. Um, Don't forget to go and download the Whosoever's app. You could get all the past radio shows for the last three years. They're free. It's all good, all the time. Love you guys. Talk to you in two minutes. Peace. Students today face many more distractions and problems than ever before. Drug abuse, depression, broken families, self harm, suicide are just a few of the issues they have to overcome. A 15 year old living today. Gathers as much information in one day as a 15-year-old would gather 80 years ago in one year. 23% of male students in high school and 37% of female students in high school struggle with depression. On our school tours, we've encountered a sense of hopelessness because of the rise of suicide, substance abuse, depression, and anxiety. The whosoever's mission is to deliver a message of truth of the gospel to the students and empower them to realize their true purpose in life. Our Kill the Noise school tour reaches out to them with a message of hope. It's a free event we provide to the schools, which includes a speaker with an inspiring message, the Gideon's Book of Life, product giveaways, and free food. How can you partner with us? Join our monthly giving program, give a one-time donation, or purchase our products. John 3.16 says God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. I love what Jesus says. The harvest is ripe, the workers are few.
0: More Live with Ryan Reese coming up. Is everything alright? Call now. 1-888-564-6173 one 564 6173 or post your questions using the hashtag LiveRyanReese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Uh, I think I speak for the entire administration when I say whoop-de-doo. Now, back to Live with Ryan Reese. Don't say well, don't loud noises!
1: Yeah, and we're back, and this show is sick because we're talking about Jesus showing up in Amen. the nations. Christafari, yep. Marcus and Mark, the lead singer of the mm-hmm. band, the, the actually the lead singer and the drummer, mm-hmm. are in studio right now. Um, I want to plug your guys' albums. I like this album cover right here because this guy is getting Hearts the Holy Spirit breakthrough. I yeah. love this. This is what it's all about. Breaking it's about giving your life to Jesus and getting empowered by the Holy Spirit and living that life that you were created for. And Amen. that's exactly what you're... Your testimony was right before the break. We yeah. were talking about um, how you were just uh, your missional. You, you've been touring around and there's no like stories that really stood out, but you're just seeing that, you know, people are talking about all the bad things that are going on in the world. But mm. what you're seeing is wherever you're going, people need Jesus and there's breakthrough. Yeah, and he also says something at break that I want to bring up is that you guys work at all different churches and all different denominations. Yeah. And you know what? That's why the whole whosoever's movement was birth. Whosoever. We don't, I don't major on the minors, There's some doctrinal um, um, differences between Mm -hmm. a lot of the people that I work with, but pre no rapture, pre-trib, you know the different uh, views of it. I mean, there's just different things, but that doesn't that doesn't matter. Like what matters is that we unite to bring people to Jesus Christ. I'm not talking about working with crazy people that are false doctrine, and you know, I'm not talking about that just to be so I don't end up on a blog. Um, But (laughs) what I'm talking about is. You know when you meet with people, yeah. if they have the Holy Spirit in them and yeah. their, 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 their mission is the same mission.
2: And, and if they don't, we like even when, when we're supposed to treat somebody at the end of Matthew 18 like a pagan or a tax collector, mm. who did Jesus witness to? Mm-hmm. Who did Jesus? Whose house did, they, did he eat at? Yeah. I mean, and, and those people need Jesus even more. So i, I I've,
1: like, actually I've done several events just uh-huh. for, for the record, like all our music festivals that we've done. Mm-hmm. I've got guys that are that are Christians in bands. Like there could be like the lead singer that's a Christian and no one yeah. else is Christian. Yeah. I've had uh, the Metal Militia guys before they were Christians at our events. I had, pro, oh. I had skaters that weren't Christians. I had yeah. artists doing art. I had
2: tons of non-Christians at our events, and guess what? They all got saved. And that's the fruit. The fruit and that's reveals the, reason. the root. The yeah. fruit reveals the yes. root. Yes, and and I think so many people. Sometimes people want to judge this person or that person, whatever's happening with Kanye or this or that. And and what I want to say is, you know what? First of all, pray for them. Second of all, be a Berean and and compare what they're saying to the Word. But most of all, the fruit reveals the root. And eventually, it's all gonna we're gonna figure it out yeah. one way or another. And we can be fruit inspectors.
1: People are just too people get too caught up in, in judging too quickly yeah. and we got to understand that it's a work of the Holy spirit and everyone's in a different place in their walk. Yeah. I mean, you got someone like, I mean, I don't know much what, what's going on with Kanye cause I don't follow him, but I, I have seen some news things where he's gave his life to God and now he's doing these worship se- sessions. Awesome. He's, he's preaching he's, the gospel. He's preaching the gospel. He's and, making <laughs> people, he's people that that yeah. would never yeah. go to a church or anywhere now yeah. they're showing up from the neighborhoods yeah he's going to these low-income yeah. neighborhoods and he's preaching the gospel and the word of god never comes back void never mm-hmm. and, and so, even if
2: somebody's preaching it for the wrong reason it will never come and, back and, void. and, and so and what did so, jesus say he's like hey if they're preaching just leave them alone if they're preaching yeah, the same jesus yeah. the thing is the thing that i that i want to encourage somebody yeah. that wants to judge that is when was the last time you preached the gospel
0: And it's not a judgment;
2: it's just an encouragement. You know what I mean? Before you, before you try to shut somebody up for saying those things, maybe, maybe it's really the Holy Spirit convicting Mm. you that you Mm. should be saying those things. I don't know. I don't. And and this divides.
1: This is what divides the church. People need to say. People need to see the love for each other.
2: Yeah, and that's that shows that you know we love Christ. I um, I think one of the things that I've struggled with, I'll be frank. Completely side note, but hey we're Just live on the air the institutionalization yeah. of the church yeah the corporate structure that essentially creates this this environment where i feed you once a week and you make it possible so i can feed my kids and yeah. get me a salary and it, and and it and it it's this kind of it's like how prisoners would eat their food where they kind of block and keep keep people from getting in and keep to keep food from going out I I think that a healthy church is a church that sends, is a sending church. A healthy Christian is a church, is a Christian that goes, every one of the disciples, after hearing the Great Commission, knowing that it wasn't the great suggestion, took those marching orders, took it to at least one nation, and... And, and, it, and the church was growing and multi, multiplying daily because of that. They preached the gospel. They had fellowship, but they sent also. And I think that sending and going and preaching, that's, that's what one of the things I want to encourage right now, any artist that's a Christian, mm-hmm. is to preach the gospel. Use your platform one way or another. But this,
1: is where, this is where the relationship gets exciting, though, because if you're just like part of that institution where you come in, you yeah. get fat off the word of God, and you're just like this, this pew potato. Yeah, you're just this couch potato just hanging out there, getting fed, but you're not actually activating. Jesus gave us the Great Commission, and he gave it to us, not only to build the church, but what it does is it builds your faith, and it makes your journey in Christ exciting. And so much fuller, a life so much fuller. Well, imagine being like, because we're like like the Great Commission kind of guys, right? That's what we do. Yeah. And it's exciting. When I'm not doing it, I'm just chilling, doing nothing. I'm bored out of my mind, and I'm just getting like, man, I, I... yeah, I'm bored. Twitching. You're like, yeah, I'm I'll bored. I'll arrive.
2: I, you, I now we book our our tours way out in advance. But yeah. I would arrive and home back from a tour and within 24 hours book flights for the next one. Yeah, and I, and it would be like within a few weeks. And, but now it's like we're just tr- 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 back to back. Yeah. yeah, it's it's exciting. It's the most exciting adventure ever to follow God. But you could do
1: this just to encourage. You, you don't have to be a band. You could do this just mm-hmm. in your community. Yeah. Like when I wake up in the morning, I, you know, I'm taking a shower and yeah. that's, that's a quiet place because there's no kids around. Yeah, right? of course. Thank so God. I'm just thank God. Thank you, Jesus, for showers. You know what I'm like? I'm just like, God, today, just open a door yeah. with whoever, whenever, yeah. however. And then as I'm going through my day, I'm just looking for those opportunities. And when I, when you just say, God, open a door, it's not like you actually have to go talk to someone. Yeah. Lord, have you noticed that people just come up and start talking to you? Yeah. And then you're like, that's Sorry. the door that God well, opened that's, up.
2: That's it. And it's not just for platform people. People look at, at you and I. Yeah. We're on stage. And we're... Of course, preaching boldly. But people, but people don't know me on the streets. Our like, just manager walking up to someone. has led 13 Uber drivers to Christ. Yeah. Yeah. Our sound guy led a weed smoker and a whiskey drinker last night yeah. at, at a bar as they were walking out of it. Led them to Christ. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's easy. You just have to ask the question. Yeah. If you don't ask the question, I think one of the things we struggle with, and I mentioned my testimony earlier. I asked a question to Marcus. I said, "What's the difference between you and I?" And he answered. He gave a response and and showed the hope that he had within. And I love that phrase. I'll always, pe- always preach the gospel. Use the words when necessary. But I think sometimes we don't use the words. Yeah. Sometimes we just up just yeah, yeah. And for that, you know what? Okay, I'm gonna break it down. I just got to okay, open up the word right now. Break it because down. Break it, it down. This is whosoever's. So we're gonna go into uh, a passage, in Psalm 40. You can't. You can't go there. Psalms is my favorite. This is my life chapter. He says, I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me. He heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit. My life was deep, eyeball deep in fertilizer, if you know what I mean. Yep. Out of the mud, out of the mire, he set my feet on the rock. Notice it doesn't say he kept my waist in the mud. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are mud wrestling with Jesus too, yep. which I, it's, it's just tough. It's sloppy. He set my feet on the rock. I believe that's his word. I believe that's his church. He gave me a firm place to stand. Mm-hmm. And then what does he do? What's a new song in my mouth? My mom's a painter, so paint for Jesus. Yeah, you're, you're a radio guy, so do radio for mm-hmm. Jesus. Whatever it is, um, I, and and this new song that God gives you, it says a hymn of praise to our God. What we do in one way or another should glorify Him, and the response to that is this: many will see. And fear the Lord and put their trust in Him. Our lives should be so contagious as we're cre- as we have the Creator inside. We should be so creative that we exude that, and then that should lead people to the Creator. Yep. It's this incredible ecosystem. Mm-hmm. And then he forwards down. He talks about not looking at false gods and this and that, sacrifice and offering you don't desire. But then he says this, and this is my favorite. And this is Psalm 40. This is my encouragement to artists, to anybody that has any sort of platform. I desire to do your will, my God. Your law is in my heart. I, this is what he will do. I proclaim your saving acts in the great assembly. What he won't do. I do not seal my lips, O Lord, as you know. What he won't what He will do? I do not hide your righteousness in my heart. What he will do? I speak of your faithfulness and your saving help. What he won't do? I do not conceal your love and your faithfulness from the great assembly. That's dope. I mean, it's like six different times he said, will, won't, will, won't. And he's saying the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. So repeating it. So mm-hmm. I'm telling these artists, use your platform. Preach yep. the gospel. Don't wait until you're famous. And then all of a sudden do an altar call. It ain't going to happen. You're yeah. going to get so comfortable. And then I tell them also... Take, a, take one trip a year and go to a place that, look at your Google Analytics on YouTube, the number one nation that is the poorest that you've never been to, and go there for free. And don't build a house. Don't paint a church. Yeah. Do a free concert. Yeah. Come on. Yes, yes. And give the gospel. That's sick. But if you're going to give the gospel in Sao Paulo, you better give it yeah. in San Pedro.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I see that issue. It's so many they want because people want to get you know they want to build their platform but they don't understand that God is the one that does it you know God's the one that lifts up and, and brings down and, and if you honor Him yeah. you know it if you honor Him I've I've seen in my own life I'm just like God forget everything and everybody I'm with you yeah. no matter what no compromise I mean there's even situations when you're talking to someone and you you know and you're like and you, you stop in your <laughs> you're, mind you're like you like it feels like ten minutes just... <laughs> but it's only like seconds mm-hmm, and then uh-huh. you just I'm yeah. saying it and then all of a sudden. You get favor oh, so and then favor, favor. happens because so I didn't favor. compromise. All of a sudden there's a favor after that conversation yeah. and then you're like, I shouldn't say it. And then also you find out, oh yeah, you know, I, I believe in God. This is, and you're like, wow, thank God I didn't compromise. Yeah. But God does yeah. it, dude. You know, you know we
2: find in, in the Bible when he talks about offering and, and tithes, he's basically saying, test me, you know, I, I, yeah. I dare you. Yeah. I triple dog dare you, mm-hmm. you know, you be generous to me. You don't know how generous I'm going to be to you. And I believe that it's the same way with our life, with our faith, with our going, with our preaching. And so what we've seen is as we decided to just crank it down, we're always preaching the gospel. We're always, you know, avoiding compromise as much as we can. But when we, like when we did our album that had has the whosoever song, everybody was trying to make money off the industry. And I was like, you know what, we're going to do, a free album. Sure. And this was the birth of the MP3 movement. Now it doesn't sound revolutionary. Oasis was the only band in the world who would it. Was it Oasis that did that? Um, I yeah, I think it was Oasis who... Who did that?
0: Uh, I wasn't even in high school. They, they were.
2: Was it? Is yes, this, is this that is one the one that, with whosoever's on it? And it broke the internet for a minute. For a minute, kept kept knocking down our server. We had so many people from all over the world for the very first time getting a, a free album when the birth of the MP3 right, right. era. And and God blessed us, and because of that, God gave us the nations because we were willing to give the album away. He brought us to all these places. Amazing. When when people were saying, you know what, just omit this, just. Don't say Jesus. Just don't give the altar call. We said we doubled down and we said no.
1: We're gonna do it. We won't do a quick.
2: show unless we can. Yeah. And when we did that, God's like, I'll give you a number one on the Billboard Reggae charts. That's so five ridiculous. albums in a row. <laughs> the last five albums. So that's it's sick. And, and, and we're so we're seeing this the, the when we when we say no to the success, we're seeing God give us that. Yeah. And it's it's incredible. So I just want to say, test God; He will taste and see if the Lord is good. You know. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. There was a there
1: was a situation where some people wanted to invite us in to go to the schools, and they're like, you can't say Jesus; you can say higher power, oh, may, maybe God. Yeah. Can, but you know, let's just try and stick on the higher power. Mm-hmm. And you know, we're going to give you X amount of schools, and we're like, you know what? We'll pass, and we just shut. We shut down. We just decided. I go, I told our team. I said. I'm not showing up to a school unless I could talk about Jesus and give an altar call or else don't waste my time. And we just seen God. We ended up those schools that didn't want us to talk about it. We actually ended up going to those schools. Of course you did. Like two years later, we went back and we saw the fruit of all kinds of people getting saved. We didn't compromise. Yeah. And that, and it might not happen immediately that second, Mm -hmm. but Hey, God knows and he's, 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 he's taking tally of what's going on. He and, knows.
2: And even beyond that, where there's a will, there's a way. I, I, I believe that God gives us creative ways to yeah, to also. massage those systems. So, yeah. for instance, we're getting on a plane in four days to go to Laos. We've never been there. Just got a memo from our manager saying, by the way, it's illegal to proselytize. You cannot lead people in the sinner's prayer in a public environment. Um, so So we're getting around it. Okay, so I can't have them close their eyes. Okay. I can't have them bow their heads. Okay. Eyes open for altar call. <laughs> I can't have them raise their hands. Yeah. Okay. So we wrote a song where we take John 3.16 and John 3.17. And uh, the chorus is You Are Loved. And and basically verbatim, you know, for God to love the world, that, that kind of thing. Yeah. And then verbatim, the Son of Man did not come to condemn, but, it, you know, came to save, essentially. And then just we're going to use that song. We're going to keep the rhythm going at the end. And it won't be an altar call. It will be a... Call and response song. Mm. <laughs> I was just gonna say that. Yes, right? you know yes. what I mean. So you do it song format. <laughs> say Jesus. Never say you are Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Come into my yeah. heart. <laughs> yes, you know what I mean. Whatever that I is have to so do. Sick. I mean, you got to get yeah. creative. When when we did the sun Sunsplash show, you can't <laughs> preach. So, what is preaching? Well, when you stop the music and talk. Guys, keep jamming. We're dubbing it out. <laughs> if they want to listen to a dub, they're going to hear a dub. But if they want to listen to the word, I'm going to I'm going to rightly divide it. Sing it and, <laughs> and me- sing it and mean it. Yeah, Dude, that's so. so dope. Uh, yeah, that's I'm, I'm excited. But pray for us as we go because we get those kinds of oppositions. Yeah. we're mm-hmm. trying to. We've been to eighty plus nations now. We're trying to reach all, and it's not going to be easy as we get to the thirteen. Where, where. Any a, the, our name is illegal it's going to have to be Chris next line to far <laughs> for those nations yeah. even to go yeah it's yeah. going to be weird, yeah. so we're yeah. trying to figure out creative ways to 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 do this Dude,
1: that is dope okay well, we have like uh ten minutes left yeah, so what are some cool stories that have been happening like um uh, like what are some awesome miracle stuff that have been happening on these uh trips?
2: what do you what you know you- I'm glad you asked that I remember we were in we were in uh Holland, and for some weird reason. You know, I, he was talking earlier about how our band is, is interdenominationals, and we do a lot of stuff with different denominations. So there became a de- uh, not a debate but a discussion um, it, during the band Bible study. Does God still do miracles mm-hmm. like he did back then?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Can he? Of course we know he can. Will he? That's, there's, there is a question for that. And does he? There was a question for that. And so we're kind of going through it. You know, the book of Acts. I mean, uh, you know, somebody's shadow or, somebody's, or somebody yeah. touches and somebody says, in the name of Jesus, stand up. And they just did. And does he, what's going on with that? And so we started praying, and we, we just went through the word and studied it. And as we, 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 did, a, we did a worship session at this camp, and then we go to this Bible study while this guy's preaching. And then the next day I see this girl come up to me and she starts talking to me and I'm like, hey, and she's like, halfway through the conversation, she's like, You don't re- remember me, do you? I'm like, No. She's like, I talked to you yesterday. And all of a sudden I realized when she talked to me, she was going,
0: <laughs>
2: You're a liar. And and I'm like, Whoa, what happened? She's like, What was wrong with her? She's she was born deaf. She was born deaf. She could never hear. And yesterday during our worship worship session. She just got healed she got healed so while the band is sitting there having a bible study discussing on whether god still heals today <laughs> like he did before he had just healed somebody and we saw that there sometimes we're backstage and somebody's like our my son is going to be deaf in two months it's degenerative there's the doctor says there's no hope will you pray for him and the next year he's on stage dancing and he can hear perfect and he went back to the doctor right afterwards and they, i'm not saying that we're you know, some, some miracle workers, no, but God is, God, God is. Spirit and anytime, shows up. Yeah. anytime he moves, like when we're in Nepal and we see a paraplegic, quadriplegic being carried up to the stage and then all of a sudden they get set down and then all of a sudden joints start moving and then the person's slam dancing and the, on the audience. Dude, I'm like, I love like, What yes. the heck? And here's, this is what, this is, this is what I want to say. This is why I brought all that up. Yeah. How big is your God? Yeah, exactly. How big is your faith? Maybe we just, in in America, have a small faith and a small God. and, And because we think God doesn't work that way, he doesn't. But we read in the Bible, so why wouldn't we think? What's the problem? We think that that was then. This is now. That's it. I I mean, you know, so I I guess I just want to challenge you. Jesus found the smallest seed at that time, and inside that seed were all the real seeds. It was so, so minute. And he said, this faith. Can move that, as he pointed to a mountain. And so I, I guess I guess I would encourage you to to have big faith in a big God because we've seen it as we have our, our new single, Waymaker, Miracle Worker. It's a cover of that, and I do a little chat on it. He is still a miracle worker. He is. He is still I've that. Seen it. But if you don't believe it, like <sighs> he's not going to reciprocate. Well, <laughs> hey,
1: think, think, hey, think about Mark sixteen. Oh, yeah, a little thing. Mark
2: sixteen when he yeah. says,
1: uh, you know, go out and preach the gospel. Signs and wonders will follow. And he basically, right before that, he rebukes them for under unbelief and their yes. hardness of hearts. The disciples, they were with him. They saw everything he did for yeah. three years. But the biggest miracle yeah. is God's provision. Yeah. <laughs> for us, but these, everywhere we go. But these, but these guys didn't believe. Yeah. So, so the same thing. They had a hardness of hearts. They didn't believe. Yeah. And they saw it all. And yeah. in the same way, this is the same thing that's
2: happening, I believe, with the church. Mm-hmm. Right? There's just an the unbelief. Well, I think he wants us to rely entirely on him and not on others. And, uh, and that's one of the reasons why when he sent his disciples out, he said, don't carry money. Mm-hmm. Right. Because he wanted him to believe, to, to, to trust in him and him alone, not in the money that Judas was carrying right. or whatever. And, yeah. and we, so we see that in every single trip. We, for years, we lived on plastic faith uh we would book the flights and just trust that god would provide and when you got 13 to 15 people traveling all over the world it is a lot and now we're at the place where we're we actually have enough uh support coming in to where we can book ahead yeah. With the money in the bank, we praise God for our monthly partners, which I need to give a little shout-out yeah. to anybody who's supporting us on a monthly basis. It, it, it's possible we have about 100 people now that are just saying, we believe in the Great Commission. Yep. Your mission is a Great Commission. We will support you, even if they don't like reggae. Yeah. So oh, they, yeah, no, it's it's just a hard And, and yeah. if you want to support us, you can go to yes. com. click on the Donate button. 100% of it will go towards uh, the covering of our flights. So, I, I mean— Right now, we're pretty much having to raise about a quarter million a year in order to do all of this.
1: You guys are traveling with a huge crew and many, many nations. We're not buying first-class
2: tickets. We're we're staying in an Airbnb, in host homes, sometimes a two-star hotel. We're not living the lap of luxury. We're working only with ministries that can receive us, ministries that when we—Jesus didn't say go and make— converts don't and we do mm-hmm. we do converts or convert concerts for converts but he said to make disciples and so we partner with ministries that can receive these people yes and that can help grow them and that's crucial also exactly
1: yeah dude that is sick and uh i would say go and donate to these guys because these guys are the real deal um any because we got a couple more
2: minutes uh where can people find your music well Christafari band is our social media mm-hmm. thing social but media, of course yeah. uh, spotify Apple, um, anywhere, anywhere. All YouTube over. is really the place. Mm. We, oh, you we, got a lot of cool videos. Yeah. We did. We started doing something a few years ago. 76. We, we created our own, our own label and, um, it's based out of my garage back when it's got a bunch of CDs. If anybody wants any Frisbees or <laughs> <laughs> I know I got a bunch of DVDs in the office. <laughs> coasters,
1: uh, <laughs> DVDs and CDs. Yo. But,
2: but yeah, uh, we love this digital platform, and so YouTube is, is the big thing for us. So we release two albums a year, we, an original and a dub or two originals. Um, we've been doing that for some time. We realized our biggest platform was YouTube. We get about 14 million views a year on that. It's growing each year, but that means that we're reaching more people there than anywhere else. So we try and give the gospel in those songs. We do songs that only point towards Jesus, and we release one music video each month. So, as we're traveling, we get all these incredible places we can film. We're just in Oahu filming Waymaker. Now we're going to go to Asia, Thailand, Vietnam, you know, filming who knows what next at any cost, I think. Um, so we get creative. So I, you watch our videos on YouTube. It's at Christafari Band, and uh, we just appreciate your support, your encouragement. And I just want to encourage you: don't look at what we're doing and say that's great. Do it yourself. People look at us and say, "Wow, it's revolutionary." What's revolutionary? That I'm going to another nation. Every disciple did that. What's revolutionary? That I'm preaching the gospel. Every disciple did that. Yeah. Aren't we called to be little, you know, Christ followers? I mean. It, it, you,
1: not, you, all you're doing is what the what G- Christ told us to do. It shouldn't be revolutionary. It frustrates yeah. me when I, people yeah. say that. I can't do that,
2: <laughs> but, but I understand some people unable to go, and we appreciate it when you when you in turn help send you to do kill the noise tours, right. dude. What you're doing, mm-hmm. uh, you and I, when we do lunch sometime, we'll be able to share stories back to back, and that and that'll be better than this conversation, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. But we have so much in common in in platform evangelism and sharing our testimony of drug past and and of God healing and and reconciling us with him and using our our platform now to reconcile others with him.
1: Well, I just was with David Rosales and he said that he wanted to get you guys and me together
2: for an event at his church. So yeah. Let's 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 do whosoever with the whosoever's. Ooh. <laughs> uh, whosoever will be that this bowl time we will show up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Dude, so, I don't yeah. mean I don't mean that. I mean let's let's yeah. do an event. Let's do something. I would I would love to have yeah. you on stage at some of our. I would love to see you in Papua New Guinea. Wh- you Your wh- mind would be blown. Where is that? Find, last country in the world to receive the gospel. Where? Melanesia, right off of uh, Australia. I would love to see Where What part of like Australia? Like, uh, it's, uh,
1: like Brisbane? Like right So up, up So north? between,
2: between uh, Samoa? Yeah, I know it Samoa it's, it's like Samoa, Tonga, Fiji, yeah, yeah, Vanuatu, yeah. Uh, Solomon Islands, so Papua right New Guinea. That whole area. Oh, ripe, man. Really? Ripe. Any, to any place you go where their parents are Christians, it's a Christian nation. Right. But nobody's given an altar call. No. It's, it's the easiest. It, it, the, the, the fruit's falling off the trees. When are you guys going there? Uh, we go each year. I'm each not year. sure when we're going next year. Uh, I think October. but yeah, I'm supposed to be in Australia. Dude, go to Italy with us, man. We're doing we'll, Italy. I can't do the show.
1: <laughs> <we'll talk. laughs> after the show, we'll talk. Okay. So anyway, okay. Uh, go download all Christafari's uh, music. Get the app. Join our email past- list
2: at Christafari.com. Yeah, Christafari.com is the hub right there. And subscribe to our YouTube channel and turn on those notifications. Places.
1: And watch those Please. videos because they're banging. Uh, get the Whosoever's app. Uh, pray for us. We're going to the schools. Uh, get the free content that's online. And uh, yeah, man, dope stuff. Actually, I want to talk to you about videos after because maybe we could throw a dope one of your videos on our app. That'd be great. So, All right, we love you guys. Okay. Hey, thank you, uh, Marcus. Thanks Young so much. Buck, yes, that's sick. As you I leave wish your I was door, doing ministry when I was your age.
2: As you leave your door, you're entering the mission field. Yep, you don't have to wait for yeah, some man. big call. Go, you're go called. there for. Go there for. All right, disciples. we love you guys, and we'll be talking to you
1: guys next week. Uh, next week we're going to have a sick show, so peace.
0: This has been Live with Ryan Reese. To connect or find out more about Ryan... Click on ryan-reese.com. Check us out next Saturday at 9 p.m. for Live with Ryan Reese. Hi, I'm Zach. And I'm Randy. And we're from Salty Saints Podcast a Theology and Apologetics podcast. We
2: hope to better equip you to be salt and light for your community. Uh, We hope that we can help you to go out and be a reflection of Jesus Christ to those around you, uh, to your friends and your family, and especially to those that do not know Christ. To find out more, subscribe at lifeaudio.com.